Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. And the Sharks stink. Uh, dropping a 5-3 to three game against the Blue Jackets and then getting shut out against the Bruins. So we're going to recap this weekend's worth of games and move on as we get through the death march that is this road trip. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at Fear the Fin and San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Sharks your first listen. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. If you're watching on YouTube right now, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Um, you don't want to miss it. we got some good stuff coming up this week. Um, the Sharks stink. <laughs> we, knew this, we knew this was going to be the time, right? This, this road trip that kind of been circled on the calendar of this is where this season would go to die or be buried or whatever euphemism you want to metaphor, whatever you want to use for it. But um, this, this is the moment. So before we get into this weekend of, of games that happened, they were things that happened. Do want to let you guys know about our friends over at uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So, yes, the Sharks, they lose 5-3 to three to the Blue Jackets on Saturday. Um, turn around, you play the worst team in the NHL and you lose, then you turn around and play the best team in the NHL in the Bruins, and it wasn't even close. I know the numbers, like we'll get to the number, they look kind of like, oh, wow, the Sharks. No, no, they were bad. The, the, the Bruins just kind of did what they had to to win this game, and they were like, we're done with you. They like a cat playing with its food type of situation where clearly the better team. And they just were like, yeah, we're just going to score four goals. We're not going to have to do much. We're going to smother your your offense, and that was it. So, you know, and it, it's frustrating because the weekend actually started the first period against the Blue Jackets started really well, and you're like, okay, maybe you know, get a win against the Blue Jackets, maybe you can kind of take some momentum into the Bruins game. You, you kind of hung with them the last time you played them in San Jose until the you know the second period where the wheels kind of fell off. Um, no, the this this nothing like that. Uh, the Sharks. Blew a lead against the Blue Jackets. Um, made it a little interesting, but then the Blue Jackets just were the better team that day. And the Sharks, you know, had no chance against the Bruins. And we're starting to see, you know, the fun, you know, like threading the needle of, of being a fun team while losing. It's starting to go away. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing it's basically like the Timo Meyer and, uh, and Eric Carlson aren't doing stuff. This team just does not have any scoring punch. And this team is going to continue to get worse and worse as this road trip drags on. 
And then as pieces start to get pulled from the trade deadline. So um, RIP to fun tanking sharks um, now was just, oh God, can we finish this season sharks? So yeah, um, <laughs> it, it is what it is. I mean, this, this team actually being this fun for this long is kind of a small miracle. Um, and, you know, we're still going to get those fun Eric Carlson moments and fun Timo Meyer moments. Um and fun moments from other guys, but, you know, they rely on those top end guys so, so much to provide so much for this team. And when other teams, good teams like the Bruins are able to shut down your top guys and you just have no answer. And we saw that against the Bruins tonight where the Sharks went like 10 minutes in the first period before they had a shot on goal. Um, Halfway through the game, Jacob Magna had 40% of the Sharks' uh, shots on goal uh, with two shots on goal. Sharks had five about halfway through the game. You know, like, this this is not a good team. And it's going to be a slog to get through the end of the season. And hopefully soon we'll see some prospects up to at least make it entertaining. Um, but, yeah, th this team, this is... This has been kind of the start of the the, the death nail for the, the Sharks and going through this massive road trip. So just a quick reminder of who this team plays upcoming. Um, so you have Detroit on Tuesday. Detroit, you know, they're kind of a frisky-ish team, whatever. You know, they they've have their moments type of, you know, of team. They Sharks lost to them seven to four at home earlier this year. You play Carolina, you play Pittsburgh, you play Tampa, and you play Florida. And not like, like Florida is not like what they were last year. And you have the All Star break, and then you play at Washington, and you're finally home for Pittsburgh. You play Vegas, you play Buffalo, and you play Seattle. By then, then you play Nashville, who's kind of fighting for a playoff spot. And then you play Chicago. So on the 25th, that's Patrick Marlowe's uh, Jersey retirement night. So out of all those games, Detroit, maybe like you feel like, okay, maybe the Sharks can win a game there. Uh, like... I mean, they'll they'll sneak up on a team here and there, but like the Sharks might be going on an epic, epic losing streak here, especially um, against the teams that they are playing and most of these games on the road. So yeah, it is uh, uh, it is time to look towards the future <laughs> and in the draft. So yes, um, before we continue and we'll dive into the uh, we'll start with the Blue Jackets game. And then we'll get into the numbers behind the uh, Bruins game. Kind of discuss what's up with Kevin LeBanc. Let's take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at Athletic Greens. Um, if you guys don't know about Athletic Greens, now is the perfect time to try to get your gut health in order. New year, new me. You want some better gut health. You want more energy, an optimized immune system. You don't want to take a bunch of pills. That's where Athletic Greens comes in. One scoop of delicious AG1 
water, shake it up, drink it before you even have your morning coffee and you're good to go. Absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food uh, source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to get your day started right. Great thing about it, costs less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit or your coffee habit if you're like me. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes. And make it really easy for you right now. Go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Get a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Again, just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, let's start with the Blue Jackets game. Um, so Sharks lose 5-3 to three in this game. Um, Sharks had a 2 nothing pure uh, lead about halfway through the game. Looked like they were well on their way to just kind of, you know, taking this game and doing whatever they wanted with it. And then, again, as we've seen with the Sharks, whenever they make mistakes, it, everything is catastrophic for them, right? Johnny Gaudreau scores on the power play, which is insane that it's his first power play goal of the year. Um, kind of mind-boggling, right? Uh, Boone Jenner scores 72 seconds later. Sharks kind of regroup beginning of the third period. They score right away. Nico Sturm gets a gets a goal. Um, kind of a crazy little uh, play at the net. And it looked like it might have gone off a Blue Jackets player. And Sturm was kind of credited with it because he was the closest guy. But then the Blue Jackets tie it right back up a minute later. And then they go on to take the lead and, and, and add an empty netter. Um, old friend, Gus Nyquist, uh, with the game winner. You know, and like looking at, at the way the Sharks kind of dominated the start of this game to how they finished this game, you know, just a tale of, of kind of two halves of, of this game. So Sharks started this game um, shots. So in the first period, it was uh, 15 to two shots for the Sharks. Um, they had expected goals. This is all situations. Expected goals for 1.12 to 0.17. That's kind of putting it on your opponent right there. But second period, much more even. And then the third period, the, the Blue Jackets just took it to the Sharks. Um, had 15 shots to six, um, which is kind of crazy since... The game was pretty much tied for a good chunk of this game until the last half of it. Um, shot attempts, uh, the Blue Jackets had 23. They gave up nine. Um, expected goals for 2.12 for the Blue Jackets to the Sharks, 0.47. So Blue Jackets, in this, in especially in that third period, they took it to the Sharks, and they won that game. And I'm glad they did because the Sharks need all the help they can in the tankathon standings right now. So. Um, yeah, that, that was what for a team that's going to be looking forward to the draft. That is that kind of what you needed right there. Um, you needed the Sharks to, to to lose that game, and they did it. <laughs> so looking at the forward lines, um, it was kind of, you know, actually it was a little weird, especially with some of the, the – it's weird not seeing Kevin LeBanc in there right now. And I know him and David Quinn apparently aren't seeing eye to eye on, on something and how they're playing. Um, the Sharks team is struggling to score and generate offense. And Kevin LeBanc does that. Um, 
I was shocked that he was not in this in the Bruins game, especially against a Bruins team that is as lethal as they are. And you would think you'd want to have a punch to have a puncher's chance at this the Bruins game. You'd probably want to ice Kevin LeBanc, but um the lines were pretty much they were kind of crazy. Um the hurdle Meyer AC Mont line did awesome in their their time together. They played 624 uh, in of time on ice. Uh, 11 shot attempts to one. Um, actual shots was seven to four. And, you know, that's kind of what they've been doing for most of the season. And I know AC Mott's been kind of up and down, and I thought he played really well against the Blue Jackets, and I thought he was kind of detrimental against the uh, – oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. My bad. That was the Bruins game? Holy snap. Um, my bad. Scratch that. Sharks forward lines against the Blue Jackets. Um, that line, the AC Mont Hurdle Meyer line, played 11:43. They had six shot attempts, four gave up 13. Not good. Nieto Couture Barabanov 904. Uh, two shots, four gave up 12. Gregor Stern Benino uh, 818. Eight shot attempts, four gave up four. And then Lindblom, Lawrence Gadovich, uh, 925. I uh, had five shot attempts and gave up nine. Um, yeah, the, the Stern Bedino Gregor line had a good line. You know, Gregor had, a, I thought, had a pretty good game in that game. Was kind of all over the ice, flying around, doing Noah Gregor things. Um, poor guy still can't shoot right now. Um, where he can shoot, he just can't shoot accurately. Sorry, let me better rephrase that. But that line provided eight scoring chances Four gave up uh, three um, had two high danger chances. Like they did good things that line. And you're going to do that against a blue jackets team that is kind of hurt slash devoid of talent. You know, their bottom, I talked with Jay about how they're kind of, some of their top end guys are hurt. So their bottom six right now is really, really kind of struggling uh, because they just don't have competent players right now. So, Gregor Sturm and Benito took advantage of that and they, they scored two goals. Um, the Nieto Couture Barabanov line got crushed. I mean, giving up 12 shot attempts, eight actual shots, and three goals. Um, Barabanov had a brutal game, uh, one of his worst games, I think, in, in Teal. And I thought he was actually a candidate to be benched on Sunday's game against the Bruins and maybe in favor for Kevin LeBanc. Um, but they stuck with, with Bear Banoff. You know, David Quinn stuck with Bear Banoff this game. But, um, you know, that that line has been kind of outworked, or not outworked, kind of outshot most most nights. Um, and that line has been usually kind of put in defensively responsible positions. Um, but they they just they had a tough night tonight because they had six neutral zone and only two defensive zone. Um, the Gregor Stern Benito line actually took most of the defensive zones. Um, they had six defensive zone starts, and they still produced really positive results. So um, a little little weird to see kind of you know that Couture line struggling so much right now. Um, as for Capo Kakinen. He was okay. I think um, probably the the second goal he probably wanted back. Um, you know the 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 power like which one was that? Sorry, the power play goal 
uh, against Kajoa. Sorry, he probably wanted that one back a little bit. Um, you know, he was it was a power play and there was kind of a mess in front of him in, in the net. But, you know, I think he was in position, maybe um, realized maybe he had a little bit longer time than he realized to maybe get set. Uh, but yeah, that, that's when he probably wanted back. But like line A, <laughs> line A left all alone in the third. Uh, the Boone Jenner goal was scored off the rush. Nyquist was off the rush. Like, you know, I thought he played okay. Um, so he had 28 shots, made 24 saves, um, 857 save percentage. Three high danger saves on four high danger shots, eight mid danger saves on 10 mid danger shots, and 11 low danger saves on 12 uh, mid danger or low danger shots. So, you know, he was, he was okay. So I'm not going to, he wasn't the reason the Sharks lost that game. So, um, yeah, their offense went to sleep and they got pushed around in the third period and uh, the Blue Jackets took it to them. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. So uh, before we get into the Bruins game and kind of look at why or how the Bruins just kind of put the Sharks to sleep, um, do want to take a quick break? Talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. Um, NFL playoffs are here. And we're really excited about our sports betting partner uh, for Locked On because they're number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a bigger chance at bigger uh Pay out with the same game parlay. Maybe this weekend you like, uh, I don't know, maybe you're Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown with a Niners money line win. I feel like if the Niners win, Christian McCaffrey's probably scoring touchdowns. That's just, you know, me thinking out loud right there. So all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football, fa- so football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. All right, the Bruins. Uh, Yeah, they are very good at hockey. And I kind of, you know, like I, I kind of said earlier, um, that team basically kind of just did what they wanted against the Sharks and they kind of came in played a C plus game and they shut down the Sharks. Like again, they, the, the Bruins only had 22 shots. Like that's, if you told me the Sharks limited to the Bruins to 22 shots, I'd probably feel pretty good about it. Uh, but the Sharks only had 18 themselves, right? Um, Shark, the Bruins power play. It's insane how much they, how good they look when they're just like, slinging around against a very very good sharks pk um they made them look kind of silly at times and david prashnak scored a goal because you know matt nieto just creeped a little you know just kind of gave him a little bit too much space and then that was it so um i mean really the only highlight for the sharks was timo meyer getting into a fight 27 seconds in this game there was other than that it was basically a complete just beat down by the Bruins um, as I kind of spoiled a little bit before 
I thought AC Mont, like the eye test tonight, AC Mont did not have a good game, but his line, the AC Mont hurdle Meyer, that's probably mostly hurdle and Meyer on that line, but like, you know, multiple penalties in this game, just kind of a little hectic, I guess is probably the best word I would, I would probably use to describe him. Um, you know, sorry. Yes. Six penalty minutes in this game again against a huge, a insanely good Bruins power play. You can't keep doing that and putting the your team in a bad position like that. So, um, but that line played pretty well. Um, and 624 time on ice, 11 shot attempts, four, one allowed. Seven actual shots to one, but the expected goals for was 0.39. So, you know, not too bad. Um, the, like I said, the lines are kind of, they're a bit of a mess for this game. So, Yedo Couture, Barabanov played 8.40, seven shot attempts, four, three allowed. Um, actual shots was two to one. Lindblom, Lorenz Gadovich played 7.07, six shot attempts, four, 11 allowed. So, that's where they kind of, that bottom six. That's again the depth of the Bruins, uh, where they can just do you know, that's where you see that depth of the, the Bruins, where Sharks could maybe you know kind of hang around the top, top six a little bit. Um, but then when you start getting the bottom six, and the Bruins are just way better on their, their bottom six players. So, um, and then Gregor Stern Benino played 549, uh, three shot attempts, four eight allowed. Um, actual shots was two to two. So and we also saw Asimov, Benino, Stern play a little bit together. Bear Banoff, Couture, Meyer play a little bit together. Uh, Gregor, Hurdle, Meyer. I think that was just Quinn trying to shake up the lines and try to figure something out because the Sharks just had no answers for the Bruins tonight. Again, you know, even looking at, um, yeah, like the Marchand, Bergeron, Craig Smith, uh, 9.33, 11 shot attempts, 4, 3 allowed. Um Zaka Krejci Pasternak only had one shot attempt, which is kind of crazy. Um, and then Greer, Captain and uh, Flingio had, uh, they were pretty much even. Nahal, Coyle, Frederick, eight to 10 for shots allowed too. So again, like if you look at the numbers, you're like, okay, I mean, the Sharks kind of hung in there, but I think this was just more about the Bruins just kind of doing what they had to. Kind of playing a C game, knowing who they were playing and being like, we have bigger things to worry about than this this terrible Sharks team right now. So, um, you know, especially, yeah, their, their schedule right now, they're kind of not too bad right now. They're playing the, so they played the Sharks, then they got uh, Montreal, who's really bad right now, but then they're playing Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Toronto. They got some bigger, bigger fish to fry here coming up soon. So they probably, let's just take care of the Sharks team and move on with our day. So, um, Reimer tonight, uh, poor Reimer, uh, just, uh, so again, numbers aren't going to look good, especially when you play only you face 22 shots. He made 18 saves, gave up four goals, eight, 18 save percentage, 11 high danger shots by the Bruins made nine saves, five mid danger, made three saves and then six low danger, uh, on, and six saves in that spot too as well. So uh, poor James Reimer. I'm heading into Tuesday's game. Um, I, you know, I know Matt Benning missed this game because he's, he, I guess he has an illness. So I expect Matt Benning, if he's feeling better to, to, to get back into Tuesday's game against the Red Wings. Um, 
I guess Chichek or Harrington, whichever one you want to pull out. Uh, it, I would I would personally play Chichek more because I would like to see him get some more development. Um, you know, he's younger. He's played like 10 NHL games to kind of continue to let him get some more run here, especially if he's not going to be playing with the Barracuda. I'll let him play now instead of just sitting on the in the press box right now. But um, I think you got to try to find a way to get LeBanc back into the lineup. Um, this team has been struggling to score. Um, this Red Wings team, I think you you can score on them. So um, if you're trying to really look for a win, I, you, I think you really need to think long and hard about how you get LeBanc back in. If it's on that second line, I think LeBanc, Couture, um, Barabanov line makes a ton of sense if you want to keep AC Mont on the first line. You know, and then you can move Nieto down if you want to take, you know, Gregor out or Gadget, whoever you want to take out. It, yeah, I mean, you're just shuff- shuffling chairs on the, the Titanic. But I think you really got to try to get LeBanc in, unless there's an injury um, that they haven't told us about. But it seems more like maybe LeBanc's in the doghouse type of situation. Um, but at some point, you need to, he's one of your best players. You either need to bring him back or you need to facilitate a trade with Kevin LeBanc because, um, yeah, you can't just keep press boxing Kevin LeBanc right now. So um, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I have gold medal winning goalie Ben Gaudreau on the show. So he'll be uh, tomorrow. Uh, we talk. World Juniors, um, he kind of goes behind the scenes on uh, on goalie pads, and like I didn't really, I learned a lot about goalie pads and how long they last and stuff. So a uh, really fun talk with Ben Gaudreau. Uh, so that'll be uh, tomorrow. You can find me on Twitter at myfryhole. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Locked On Sharks. You can listen wherever you get podcasts: Apple, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can watch on YouTube as well. And until tomorrow, bye, friends.